Clemson Women's Basketball. 105.5 and 97.5. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. the roar of the press box with brad and john hour two kicks off right now six five four seven six two seven you want to get in on a thursday tim beret coming up bottom of this hour daniel shirley moving to friday this week so we got a lot of uh open time on the back end of the show but some time now to take some calls if you'd like to get in delvin is up next hey delvin how are you this morning I'm doing good. So we're done. No more coaching searches, right? Uh, we know Sharon Moore going to be coaching Michigan. He's, he's not going to go hire a, a, a city head coach, right? So we're done. We right? think. We think that the the carousel is not going to crank back up again. We believe. Yeah, so he's not going to go out there and hire a city head coach to be one of his assistants, right? We, we, we're sure about <laughs> that, right? I don't think he's going to pull a Kalen DeBoer. Yeah, because – and by the way, I think half his stuff is already there anyway because I think Jim Harbaugh already taking away Jesse Minter and Jay Harbaugh with him. Yes. So basically, rest of the stuff is already there on on uh, in Michigan. So that's a good thing, man. You, you probably make a couple changes, but that's good. You already got your stuff set in place. Yeah, I think I think you'll still have to hire. I don't have an exact number. Three, four guys plus maybe some support staff and whatnot. Yeah, let's but, figure yeah, out an yeah. offensive coordinator if he's going to be the guy since he has been the offensive coordinator. Yeah, but they got, I yeah. think they got a guy. Uh, I think they got a guy on staff. Uh, uh, Campbell, somebody who was the offensive coordinator when he came to Michigan, so they probably just promote him to offensive so. coordinator. So, yeah. yeah, but uh, I was just making sure. But uh, man, uh, a good hire for both Michigan and and the LA Chargers, man. Uh, I'm, I'm just glad to see it done. And uh, talk about Clemson's schedule. Uh, I, I like what the back comes at, guys. Like the first back coming after the third week, because you get the Bears set after the, uh, the open up against Georgia, then playing a. A good out-of-state team. You get your bearings set before you go play against NC State. I think that's a good. I think that's good. Right there, you got to end the third week. Got a, got a bye week in between that, between App State and NC State. There's a there's a. And first I said, I love that bye week right there because you get your bearings set. Because you play Georgia, then you play Appalachian State. Those two games, did you? You can get the bearings set, get a little reset, and check a few things out of those first two games, and then get ready for NC State. Yeah, I think that's a good. I think I think it's good. Then you got Tony Elliott coming coming back to Clemson. That's gonna be interesting. And I never thought I'd say this, guys. ACC folks, Stanford coming to Clemson. I never thought I'd say Stanford and ACC at the same time. Probably right, Delvin. Thank you for the call. I appreciate you getting in yeah, today. Thank you. Take care. 654 Roar. What do you think about the schedule, John? I, I, you want me to just run through it real quickly? Sure. Because I do want to get it out there because I do want to talk to Tim Bray about it. Uh, Georgia in the opener, neutral site game in Atlanta, followed by App State at home. By week, NC State at home, Stanford at home, so they don't even play a true road game until the October fifth trip to Tallahassee to take on the Seminoles. We said the game would be in October, and then Wake Forest on the road. So you go back to back road games after playing three straight home games. Then you have back to back home games. Virginia comes to town, as Devin mentioned, on October nineteenth, and then another by week. Two bye weeks this year. And that'll be during uh, th- uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, Halloween weekend, so that's perfect. Uh, and then Louisville comes to town November the 2nd 
And then after that, it's back on the road for two weeks at Virginia Tech, at Pitt, return home for two home games, the Citadel and South Carolina, two Palmetto State opponents. Thoughts? I like it. I think it's a very manageable from like the way it flows. Like I, you know, we can debate between now and September or not or August the you know how good some of these teams the are strength going to be. of it. Yes, yeah. yes, but I or bad. I think that the <laughs> like I said the strength. Okay, uh, I think that the flow of it works very well. It's very favorable to the Tigers. I, I do agree with you there. I think it has a nice rhythm to it, if you will, a good cadence. Yeah. Do you? Is there a trap game situation? We always have to do that, don't we? Is there a trap game? Uh, oh, I'm sure we will debate between now and September which one it is. And that'll be a moving target, depending on week by week, once we get into this thing. Do you see one? I really don't. Like, I don't see, I, like, I, a, like, a bad situation where you're... Okay, people know who you play before the bye. Well, you got App State in week two, and... Now, App State could get a little uncomfortable. And, and Virginia... So, so before both bye weeks, you've got home games. That's huge. Again, the flow works really well for the Tigers. I don't know. I don't. I don't see. Like a, I like. A bad I like spot. where Florida State is. Yeah. In terms of the calendar, I don't love where NC State is. If I'm being honest, a little early. Would you prefer maybe switch them in Virginia? Them in Virginia, or one of those two road games in November, or maybe play the Citadel there. Um. Nah, I don't know. App, app by then the Citadel. That's a tough three week stretch in terms of, you know, getting everybody all riled up. Now, Chancey says week two app is a trap. That rhymes. Maybe that's well, why I said that. Depend on how week one goes. If Clemson can't beat App State in the home opener, then I mean the rest of the seasons forget about it, right? I, am I am I wrong on that? I mean, I look, I have a lot of respect for App State. As a, as a program, and always have. But you don't. You're, you're Clemson, okay? You're you're not losing oh, to App State. If you do, I, then forget the rest of the year. I don't care. I agree. That's why I said I don't. I don't think you're going to lose. But I said it's going to be uncomfortable. There's going to be some moments in that game where you're not just going to be feeling like, oh, cool, we're playing the Sun Belt team. Maybe, maybe so. I I don't know if App State. Well, we have no. I'm not going to pretend to what App State looks like in 2024 yet. Haven't done the research on that one. Still new to the year. You know what's going to be a fun narrative, Brad, that I'm going to enjoy between now and, well, the end of the 24 season? I can't wait. And we we're, we just got in the Adams & Co. roofing text line. What is it? As I was thinking about it, and it's already come through. Okay. Georgia fan gets in. It's a joke of a schedule after Georgia. Y'all know it. Call it out like you did Georgia's last year. I'm going to enjoy watching Georgia fans tell Clemson fans all year that their schedule's not very good with them on it. God, we can't even read. I know they're playing Georgia, but we can't even read Clemson's schedule without Georgia making it about Georgia. It's a day that ends in Y, Brad. Of course Georgia's going to make it about Georgia. Like, I, I barely even finished reading the thing, and a Georgia fan's got to make it about themselves. Man, the world does not revolve around you. It just doesn't. You can revolve around Georgia football all you want, but we don't live in that world. I just th- I think it's going to be very fun. Oh, it's exhausting. You're just dry. <laughs> You're just wearing really us is. out. It is. It is incredibly exhausting. Uh, Annoying is probably a little better word for it, but yeah. Let's go to Scott in Greenville. Hey, Scott. 
Hey, man, what's up? How are you? I'm swimming today. Great day for ducks. Oh, yeah, it is. Hey, uh, Clemson schedule. That App State game already has me nervous. I thought when when I heard that they were playing App State after Georgia, I, I started getting nervous. If we don't come out of that Georgia game healthy, App State has, has I mean, been known to – to take care of business on a, several different occasions. They should have beat North Carolina. Um, they, they, that game, we, we could, we, we honestly could start the season 0 and 3. 0 and 3. I, look, this is college football. You don't show up. In, yeah, I agree that anything can but, happen. At, but. Even could start the season 1 and 2. Beat App State. NC State is going to be tough. I agree 100%. 100%. And you start one and two, then what's going to happen with Clemson Nation? Back in disarray, Cade's not the guy. I mean, it's just, and I know it's all how it plays out and, and what happens in those games to determine what, you know, this right. that, the other. But I, I heard Walt yesterday talking about how, you know, Clemson's just, you know, locked for the playoff. And they said, they, no, we, we're staring. We could go 11 and one. We could go seven and five. It's just crazy, uh, and that schedule I don't think is the most favorable one in the world. Yeah, we got all these. We got, we don't go on the road until October, but uh, uh, I mean, you go going too far to stay. I mean, it's just I don't know. It's just uh, with, with these guys we got right now in the last few seasons, there's no. I, my expectations are just kind of middle of the road right now. Just kind of take it week by week and see what we got and, and pray for the best and uh, and hope it all works out well. I do think we're going to, you know, be back to that elite status sooner than later, you know, sooner rather than later. But um, this schedule next season is not a – the only the only gimme on the schedule that I see is the two bye weeks in the Citadel game. I mean, that's – Oh, my goodness. Um, Come on. Now you're, now, now you're just laying it on a little too thick. A little too thick. No, gimme. Gimme. I'm talking about gimme. Who 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 else is a gimme? Who the, else is a definite win? The only there are three teams on the schedule that I think you can make an argument for are better than Clemson. Georgia, obviously, NC State, and Wake Forest that are are better and Wait, more fully funded. You mean Florida I'm sorry, State? Florida State. Florida. I'm sorry. I was, I, I was just reading Florida the thing. State, okay. Yeah, I wasn't going to butt in, but I ain't going to let that slide. <laughs> Georgia, NC State, and what, Florida this, State are the only three teams I think you can legitimately make a case for. That are in better shape from a roster standpoint than Clemson. I, I and I guess just because of the way where we are, and, and and I'm definitely not a cliff jumper. I've had faith. I have faith in Dabo and his coaching staff and everything that he's done. But uh, I, the way you make a case that, that there's only three legitimate teams, I can make a case that there's seven or eight that that would give us a game How? that we would lose. Virginia, Stanford, Wake Forest, Louisville might okay. Saying, maybe Louisville. Depend, we, uh, when you bring in twenty transfers, I have no idea what you're going to be in 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 a season. Pitt, you're worried about right. Pitt? Oh, listen, they don't know who we the lost South Carolina be. two years. We lost South Carolina two years ago at home. So you're still letting that affect how you feel about now? Ah, uh, come on, you Scott. have to. You haven't changed. No, that you don't many have to from that game, have you? <laughs> you? You haven't changed that many pieces from that game. I'm just saying that this schedule could go either way. And uh, we we could be uh, an eight and four team again, or we could be eleven and one. I, you know, and I hope we're eleven and one. I'm I'm looking forward to 
to I'm ready to go. I mean, I'm ready to get the spring game here and, and let's go and let's see what we got. I do think you just painted honestly, a one and eleven picture. Do. You told me the only games that you feel good about is the Citadel and two bye weeks. No, I mean I think we can go either way. I'm just saying that that's the only gimmies. That's the only gimmies, Brad. Don't change my word. Here. No, 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 that's no. The only you, you're that's all the over the map. You you're all over the map, Scott. You told me eleven and you, one, and then the only game you feel good no. about is the Citadel. I'm saying with this team, you don't know. You can go eleven and one, or you can go eight and four. I'm saying the only three gimmies you got on this schedule are the two bye weeks in the Citadel. You don't have any other gimmies. You may have South Carolina as a gimme because they ain't got crap right now, but they do have some transfers coming in. So you don't know. Don't try to shame me on your show, man. No, I'm, I'm not shaming I'm anything, Scott. I'm trying to understand what you, you're what you're trying to say. Yeah, I'm trying to say that. You, you, okay, I, what I've heard since this schedule has come out is that there's only three teams that's better than Clemson on this schedule, and that I've heard other shows say that we're going to go automatic playoff win. That is not true with this team. Be a realist with this team and don't set whoa, 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 the expectations up there where okay. they're not. Okay, Scott, Don't calm down. set the expectations Scott. where they're not. I'm, I'm calm. Okay. I'm saying Just, don't set the expectations okay. where they're not. Okay, let me, let me, let me respond. Team. Let me respond, please. What other people said on other shows has nothing to do with me, okay, I, or John. I knew you were going to say that. What I'm saying is before this, this past season, what did you say Clemson was? A playoff, working on, as a playoff team. We were 8-4. and four. You didn't expect them to lose those games. You didn't expect them to lose to Duke right out of the gate, and they did. I'm not saying it can't happen, but you never know. You is... just said it can't happen. You said, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, you no, no, no. all over the place that there's only three games. That there... No, that's what, exactly what you said, Brad. I, I didn't. Did I say that, John? If, if I did, I, I stand I'm corrected. Did, did I say that there's no way Clemson can lose those games? No. Okay. When I told you they could, you said, How? How? Yeah, Tell that's, that's how. my question. Tell so me how they, they lose can't. some of those games. You saying they can't? I'm saying no. They can't. I didn't say the same way they lost to Duke this past season. Scott, the how is asking a question? It is not right. Okay, if K does, I tell you, if K doesn't take that next step, they lose some of these. Okay, games. Okay, there you go. Thank you. you thank you. That's what I, I just wanted a, an a, a, a reason. Okay, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree truth. with you. I don't disagree with you on that. You're. you're your offensive line, your offensive line right now, is not proven at all. You don't have anybody blocking for nobody. So I don't care if you put a Zuma made back there. I don't care who you put back there. If that offensive line don't prove itself, we're going to lose some of these games. I I agree with you. Now see, now so now I'm you're hoping, giving me some reasoning. That's all I wanted, man. I just wanted some do reasoning. I, do I think we go eleven and one? No, I think we're somewhere in the middle. I think we're a nine and three, maybe ten and two. I but we that. have the potential to go seven and five, based on our past history. So that schedule doesn't – just looking at the schedule, I'm not sitting here going, man, this is a great schedule. No, it's not. we still got to play these games. NC State is going – NC State probably going to beat us. I, don't, I, I do not and disagree with the seat. Scott, this, that's all I wanted, man. I just I, – I wanted some, some reasoning behind what you were saying. That's all I was asking. I wasn't challenging right. you saying that it can't happen. I just well, wanted some reasoning. That, that's was, that was my point. Well, what, and fine. I'm just – I want to I want to I want to know and you'll talk about it. You got a long time to talk about it. I want to hear how they go to the playoffs. You know, I I want to th- this schedule is not a cut and dried uh, you know, 8 and 4. I mean, no. It's not a cut and dried you know, 10 and 2 or 11 and 1 type of season. I think they I don't know that they lose to Georgia out of the gate cuz I, I mean I don't know. That game's not going to tell us a whole lot. Dabo's going to throw everything yeah, got, he's got at Georgia to try to beat them. 
We're going to have to run, Scott. We're up against a break. And we got, we've got a guest right, coming up. All right, we'll see. Thanks for getting in. I appreciate the call today. 654-ROAR. Tim Bray after this. Is your crawl space damp or musty? Water in your crawl space can cause wood to rot and creates an environment for mold and mildew that can make its way inside your home. Canty Foundation Specialist specializes in crawl space repair. Call us today for your free inspection so you can have the peace of mind knowing your crawl space is dry and your home is protected. Call today, 864-641-0176 or visit cantycanfixit.com. Do, 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 do. Hey, what you gonna do when you gotta pee? You're gonna call Royal Flush at 238-8800. We've got your porta potties. We've got your event trailers too. Call Royal Flush at 864-238-8800 or visit them online at royalflushtoiletrental.com. We'll even pump your septic tank for you. Call Royal Flush because we're the king and queen of clean. So what have you gotta do, 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 do? Call Royal Flush. This is Brandon Davis, owner of BCD Services. We're now serving Anderson and Greenville counties with HVAC maintenance and new installs. From a very young age, I knew serving people was my passion. BCD Services' mission statement is integrity, excellence, and respect. That's exactly what you'll get when you pick up the phone and call BCD Services. You're not just a number. Relationships truly matter to me and my team. For all of your HVAC needs, call BCD Services at 864-940-4804. Hi, I'm Allison. I teach Bible study at the Dream Center, and it has been a very fulfilling thing for me to be able to see life change and walk alongside the very people that we are helping. By volunteering at the Dream Center, it gives you a chance to get a front row seat into exactly what we're doing in the Dream Center and how the Dream Center touches lives, not only here, but in the surrounding areas. Classes are offered Monday through Thursday here on campus. And one of the neat things is how you can get involved. If you're a retired teacher, you're, you have time, you have an education background, or even if you just love people and have a passion for something, anything, we would love for you to come and be a part of our team and be a part of what we do here in, at the Dream Center. The Dream Center has over 600 volunteers that help in all aspects of their ministry. Learn more and sign up for a volunteer orientation at dreamcenterpc.org. You do not want to miss out on this. If you call Zero Res Carpet Cleaning today, you can get three rooms of carpet clean for only $99. That's right, three rooms of carpet for only $99. This offer is only available through midnight tonight. So schedule your appointment now before it's too late. Use promo code SALE99 at ZeroResGreenville.com or call 864-558-7300. No soaps, no residue. Don't miss out. Three rooms of carpet clean for only $99. Promo code SALE99. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Do you want more control over your business spending? Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management platform designed to save you time and money. Ramp offers unlimited corporate cards with spend controls you can customize to stop wasteful spending before it happens. Ramp makes expense reports a breeze by automatically collecting receipts and matching them to the right transaction. You'll close your books in hours instead of days. Ramp allows you to see all of your company spend in one place, so you can make quick, informed decisions about your business finances. Plus, Ramp will share insights based on your spending to help you cut costs. Over 15,000 businesses have added up to 5% to their bottom line with Ramp. You can be one of them. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. 
Just go to ramp.com slash sports. Ramp.com slash sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. The Roar, the only media outlet where you won't need a two-step authentication to access. It's going to be exciting. The Roar, where every day's game day. We're back here live on the Roar, 1025 a.m. Hour 2 continues on. It's time for Tim Beret, our good friend over there at the Clemson Athletic Network. He'll be on the call in Durham coming up at 4 p.m. on Saturday afternoon. Looking forward to hearing Tim and Don Munson and what the Tigers are going to do against the Duke Blue Devils after a nice little week off. We'll chance to catch their breath we'll talk about that and the football schedule more with tim beret joins us live now good morning tim how are you doing doing great how are you doing well let's start with football since the schedule did come out last night i know you've had a chance probably to peruse it a little bit and sort of get a feel for it uh we said earlier we thought the flow was was pretty good like you don't have you know, any any long road stretches, only, you know, only back-to-back road games twice. You get to end the season in November at home. What were your impressions of the Clemson schedule from just the way it flows? Not from a win-loss standpoint. It's too early, I think, to know a lot about these teams. But just in terms of how the schedule sets up, what did you think? Yeah, I think so. Uh, you, you know, it's, it's a, a bit unusual that you get two open dates. We've had that before, but... Uh, Got an open date two games into the season. I want that a little bit later for the first one, but uh, uh, but that's okay. But uh, you know, obviously, um, you're getting off to a. You better be ready from from day one when you play uh, uh, Georgia in it uh, in Atlanta. Uh, fifth straight year, by the way, Clemson has had to start away from home, oh, wow. which is the longest streak since 1959 to 63. Uh, Frank Howard's team started away from home. Those were all road games for for Coach Howard. Um, but yeah, I know. I think it's it it spreads out pretty uh, pretty well. There's, um, you know, there's huge games obviously throughout the uh, schedule. You got the Georgia game. You're going to have uh, well, you're going to have a revenge game against NC State. Then you got to go to Florida State. Um, and then we'll see uh, a, a five uh, five games in the month of November to to uh, to end the season. Yeah, that that is. Is there any any other oddities? I mean, you know, Clemson's not playing a a non Saturday game for the first time in you know at least in a non COVID season. You know, as we're talking about, but uh, is, is that an advantage? Like, why why is that a big deal to not play a non Saturday game? Yeah, I think so because coaches and players to some extent are creatures of habit. 
uh, and I've been around for many uh, Debo Sweeney post-practice uh, talks, and I remember there have been some seasons when we've had an early Thursday game or whatever, and he's talked about now we can get into a regular schedule for the rest of the season because we have only Saturday games the rest of the year. So um, I think he likes that. I, I really do. I think most coaches would, would tell you they, they're uh, – a consistent uh, bunch that likes to have the same schedule week after week as you go through the season. Also, in in November, there you get through Pitt. You know, after the 16th of November, there's not another ACC game, and you end with you know Citadel and in South Carolina. Uh, does that does that sort of maybe change how or how does that shape how Coach Swinney you think handles you know that championship phase of November? Yeah. It- be interesting uh, because uh, there's a whole new set of situations uh, with the with the 12 team playoff, uh, and you know Dabo has talked about not that he would do it, but but some coaches may sit some some players uh, when they you know got something going really well uh, and save their players coming down the stretch, and uh, not that he never do it against South Carolina, but you might. Uh, see at the game, you know, would see at the game before because you know it's so big in the current situation. Now, if you're the ACC champion, you're going to be a top four seed and get a bye um, in the first uh, in the first round of the playoff if you could win that that championship. So it be you know people forget uh, when Clemson won the ACC championship two years ago, we would have been the the way the format is now, we would have been the number three seed in the in the playoff. Yeah, wow. We'll see what that. But instead, what that we didn't even get in the playoff. Yeah, uh, the twelve team thing is just going to be. You know, this is beta here. This is the trial run to figure out kind of what it all is is going to look like. But do you think that winning the ACC uh, a championship in the ACC? I mean, it may depend on what the exact record is, but do you think that gets that earns a buy? Uh, you, you assume through the uh, as far yeah as far as as far as I know, yeah, that that's the that's the uh, situation. If you're a conference championship champion, even if that, even if you lost three non-conference games, I believe that's 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 the way it's set up. We think, we hope. Um, you know, there are still 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 kind of feels loose out there uh, with some of this right now. Tim Beret joining us live here right. uh, on the press box this morning. Let's switch over to basketball, Tim, and you look at. Uh, the Clemson Tigers getting that much-needed win last Saturday at Florida State. What do you think that just that did for just team morale? I mean, obviously it helped you know get get back on the winning side after that tough stretch so far in January. But what did it do just for for the team morale and and, and maybe just the the coach you said and everybody to to get a week off to feel good about something? Yeah, it was huge to win that game going into uh, to basically the week uh, the week off, uh, kind of a renewed confidence. You know, we made some shots. We made seven to seventeen threes. We shot over fifty percent from the field. Uh, we, we shot well from the foul. We made each of our last nine free throws coming down the stretch inside the last three and a half minutes. So, all those things were huge. We played much better defense. And when you look at it now, that's Florida State's only loss over their last seven games. Uh, team that's you know that's been uh, been playing well. So they should give the Tigers even. More confidence, and obviously it's a little bit of a shame that we got to go and play at Duke where we've only won four times in, in history, and uh, Duke's obviously a very good team, a top-ten 
a team, so it's going to be a big uh, a big challenge. What do you make of Clemson's resume right now? You look at the net rankings. Uh, the Tigers are thirty third. They are three and four in quad one, uh, seven and one in quad two and quad three combined. And now with the way that you know it's, it's a sliding scale, but now just just three quad four games on the slate. I, th- I think that's a good thing for this team. Uh, what, what do you make of the resume thus far? Yeah, I, I actually put out a tweet this uh, earlier on Monday that it just seems so strange that last year at this time Clemson was seven and zero in the ACC. And this year, right now, we're three and four, but Clemson's in a much better shape to get in the NCAA tournament. It just seems more and more, you know, the committee changes over over the years, and they've uh, the committee members will value different things from year to year. And you know, last year it was all about who did you lose to. It used to be about who you beat. And the Clemson had three quad four losses last year, and had twelve games against quad four. Teams. This year we only have four games against quad four teams. We've won them all and look to only have one more quad four game the rest of the year. So we're only going to have five quad four games. Our RPI non-conference rating last year going into the tournament was 302. This morning it was 16. Wow. So the schedule strength is just a huge difference. Even though right now we've got a losing record in the uh, – in the ACC, and it's it's obvious though to me that we've we've got the tougher part of our schedule in the first you know ten games. We got to you know we played seven games. We've got to go to Duke, and we got to go to North Carolina within the first um, I guess eleven games on the on the uh, on the schedule. So it is an easier schedule the second half of the season. We've seen uh, you know you got to be ready for for everybody in this uh, in the league. How ready will the Tigers be for this Duke team? I, I find the Blue Devils, when I watch them play, uh, we said the other day, they just sort of kind of wait around for somebody to figure out who wants to be the man that game. You know, and they just, they, they don't have a ton of flow at times. They've kind of messed around with some opponents, but they've had some stretches where they also looked really good, and that wasn't the case. What do you see when you scout the Duke Blue Devils? Yeah, you know, you look at their stats and you think, wow, how does anybody. Uh, uh, you know, beat these guys. I mean, they got five guys in double figures. Filipowski's having a great uh, season, and it always seems like there's one of those other wing guards that's going to uh, have a twenty-point uh, game. But you know, they've had some they've had some struggles. You know, even at even at uh, Cameron. You know, obviously they lost to Pittsburgh, they lost to Arizona yeah. back in December. It was a really good team, uh, but Georgia Tech was was uh, was right with them. So um, even at home, they've uh, They've shown some vulnerabilities. Obviously, a key to the game is going to be uh, Clemson's, you know, shooting ability on threes and and uh, defending the threes. And when Duke is hitting threes, they're very difficult to beat because Filipowski can really uh, spread you out, and he's shooting over forty percent on threes. So it's going to be an interesting matchup with he and uh, and PJ Hall. But you know, the last time Clemson went to Cameron. Two years ago, you know, Hall and Hunter had good games. Clemson only lost by two points uh, the last time they went up there to an NCAA tournament uh, team. So hopefully they'll you know, have some uh, confidence in their memory banks uh, about playing there. And this is a, a Tiger team with a lot of experience on it. Some guy, you know, Joe Girard, you know, came in as a transfer. 
certainly played plenty of times against Duke and knows uh, sort of what that's like. Do you think the Tigers will be, I mean, will they handle the environment well, do you believe in your opinion? Yeah, I think so. And and you make a good point with, uh, uh, you know, Chase is coming off with a really good game. The leading scorer at Florida State. And, uh, and yeah, Joe is just kind of a cool customer, whether you run him off the court or on the court. And so, um, uh, yeah, no, I feel I feel good about the veteran uh, leading team going into this uh, this game. It's just going to be, uh, you know, like I said, about, um, you know, making shots. Clemson was close against Duke two years ago. As I said, they made 11-3 in Cameron that, uh, that day. They're going to have to do something similar, I think, in this game. Tim, uh, last couple minutes here with you. Uh, defensively, this Clemson team, you know, it started out, I thought, looking, you know, like there was – it was pretty good, and then there's been some some struggles defensively at times here in the month of January. What is what is Clemson defensively then to you? Is it what we saw earlier in the season when they were able to lock some really good teams down, or or what, why have they struggled a little bit this month uh, on that end of the court? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think reality is somewhere in between. I mean, at first, uh, you know, the the key stat to look at with us is three point shooting. Um, you know, through the first six games, teams were shooting 42% on threes against us, which was last in the league by, by a large margin. But, uh, Florida State shot only, what, four for 17, something like that. And, um, and so that's just, uh, you know, very important. I know coach has been frustrated by it, has worked a lot of it, um, uh, you know, in practice. Uh, you know, so, uh, will he be changing personnel? You know, down the stretch, maybe in games, we'll just have to uh, we'll just have to see. But I do think one of the keys, and, and he said this after the game, is um, playing the bench more. And so that you know, you could say maybe, you know the Georgia Tech shooting barrage at the end. Did we not defend that well? Were some of our guys tired because they played more minutes? You know, I, I would think that that might be one of the solutions he looks to. I think uh, you're going to see some more. Uh, Beal has certainly earned more playing time after uh, uh, scoring 12 points at uh, at Florida State. So, I think I think you're going to see the wing players get uh, minutes a little bit more spread out. Last thing before I let you run, Tim, the men's golf team at Clemson is going to be firing things back up here pretty soon with the winter slate, winter and spring slate of the schedule. Uh, what, what did you glean from the? the fall and how how strong is this team uh kind of kind of handicapped them a little bit uh, heading into uh the new season yeah to be honest we kind of had a tough uh a, a, a tough fall we had some very good individual performances on individual days uh you know when you look at the overall stroke averages for the fall they they uh you know they were pretty pretty good but uh we need to have uh you know, everybody in all cylinders. Larry Penley always talked about having five games, uh, meaning all of the five, all five guys with a chance to count uh, in that particular round. And so, I think uh, we're going to need to have more of that. Did play a very difficult schedule, obviously, in the fall, but um, looking forward to seeing what they can, uh, you know, do in the uh, in this in the spring. Nielsen had a pretty good fall. He was under seventy-one in stroke average, I believe. And, Swanson didn't have quite the good the uh, fall that he had last uh, last year, but I'd look for him to uh, to see certainly some uh, 
improvement. And we can't forget about the women. You know, the women are ranked 15th going into the uh, uh, spring. I believe they're going to be starting about the same uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh, so uh, Kelly Hester's team certainly got a chance to uh, to do something uh, this year, as they did last year, obviously, when yeah. they won the ACC championship. Absolutely. Some strong golf to come for the Clemson Tigers. Uh, looking forward to it. That gets started. The men get started next week uh, at Statesboro in the Georgia Southern uh, tournament down there. Uh, the I Thomas think that's Shuck. an individual event. Yeah, I think it the is, first yeah. team event is February 6th and 7th. Right after that. Yep. Yeah. One in Charleston. Right. Yep. All right, Tim. Good stuff as always. Appreciate your time today and breaking down some Clemson athletics for us. And we'll be sure to listen to you on the Clemson Athletic Network. On Saturday, have a good trip up to Durham, and we'll talk to you when you get back. Thanks very much. Good Thank to talk you. to you. Thanks, Tim. Tim Bure, Don Munson, they'll be on the call 4 p.m. right here on the flagship station on the Roar. 654 Roar, you want to get any more to come after this? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to mymoneyissafe.com. For over 36 years, Little John Portable Toilets has proudly served the upstate. From construction to special events, Little John Portable Toilets has you covered with worry-free toilet service, delivered, cleaned, and sanitized, serving the upstate and further when possible. Portable toilets, handicap, hand wash stations, holding tanks, executive restroom trailers. And if you have a question, we have a live person to talk with. Little John, family-owned and operated, 800-499-5667 and at littlejohntoilets.com. You do not want to miss out on this. If you call Zero Res Carpet Cleaning today, you can get three rooms of carpet cleaned for only $99. That's right, three rooms of carpet for only $99. This offer is only available through midnight tonight. So schedule your appointment now before it's too late. Use promo code SALE99 at ZeroResGreenville.com or call 864-558-7300. No soaps, no residue. Don't miss out. Three rooms of carpet clean for only $99. Promo code SALE99. So you're looking for financing on your next vehicle. AutoWorks in Greer has you covered with easy in-house financing and super fast approvals. Low down payments make life simple. And there's no need to drive all the way to the dealership. We can give you an answer in as little as 10 minutes. Just fill out our fast app online at AutoWorksSC.com. With almost 80 vehicles to choose from, including trucks and 3 row SUVs, finding your vehicle just got easier. Kick off 2024 in style by visiting AutoWorksSC.com. That's AutoWorksSC.com. I'm Eddie Bennett. Bennett Equipment is your premier independent local construction equipment rental and sales source. With three locations in the upstate and one in North Georgia, our Takeuchi lineup of track loaders, excavators, and wheel loaders, and full line of attachments are ready to make your jobs easy. So don't settle for less. Choose the best with Bennett and Takeuchi. Proudly supplying equipment in our region for 24 years. When you need equipment in the upstate or North Georgia, buy it or rent it from Bennett. Head to Bojangles and try the new chicken rice bowl for a limited time. It's bow time. 
Ralph Hayes Toyota invites you to their state-of-the-art pre-owned showroom in Anderson. With hundreds of pre-owned vehicles like trucks, sedans, SUVs, and sports cars, Ralph Hayes Toyota will put you in the vehicle you've been looking for. Ralph Hayes has excelled in customer service and customer satisfaction for over 70 years. A family-owned tradition soon to be in its fourth generation. Find your pre-owned vehicle today at Ralph Hayes Toyota, Clemson Boulevard in Anderson. We wrote the book on price. Ralph Hayes Toyota. An ultimate day of relaxation and rejuvenation from Lilia Day Spa in Anderson is the perfect gift for her on Valentine's Day. Year after year, they've been voted Anderson's premier spa, and their staff is ready to treat her mind, body, and spirit in a relaxing and private setting. Choose a sweet treat package or a Be Mine package, a sweetheart or a Cupid's holiday package. Lilia Day Spa can create something special, or a gift certificate is ideal for Valentine's. Anderson's premier day spa, Lilia Day Spa, 116 Benson Street, downtown Anderson. Hey foodies, we want to talk to you about the Upstate's favorite taco spot, Willie Taco. With five locations across the Upstate, our award-winning team has been serving up fresh taco fusion for a solid decade now. And our chefs at Willie Taco utilize the freshest, most creative and unexpected ingredients in our kitchens. Come see why Southern Living and Food and Wine Magazine rave about our signature offerings, such as the Southern Tide, Crispy Avocado, and Nashville Hot Chicken Tacos, with flavors you won't find anywhere else. Willie Taco is ready to serve you our twist on funky, fresh fusion. It's the Willie Way. Hey, is this line secure? Franco cybersecurity firm secured a contract, and that's all we're allowed to say. We have a green light on hiring. He needs web security professionals with a military background. Three teams of four, 24-hour rotations, but protocol Zulu is on a need-to-know basis. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard, so you can stay organized and connected all the way to the hire. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. It's hoop season here at The Roar, and we've got you covered all day long. We are The Roar, where every day is game day. Back here live on The Roar, 1046 AM. You want to get in? We want to hear from you. Phone lines are open. Rest of the show, text line on the Absolute text line is open as well. You can get in right now, 654 654- Roar. Uh, enjoyed the conversation there with Tim Beret. If you missed any portion of the show, you can go back to the RoarFM.com and check it out. And we'll talk a lot more about Duke and Clemson tomorrow. We're going to have Connor O'Neill on the show. He covers the Duke Blue Devils and ACC basketball. So we'll get his thoughts from the Duke side of things. Uh, I, I'm curious, you know, I, I think there is something too. This year feels at least a little bit different to me. And that Clemson has so much experience and have played in a lot of high-level ACC games. I, I just don't see Chase Hunter, P.J. Hall, Joe Girard, those guys being intimidated by the environment of, of Duke. I mean, Duke may beat them just because they're the better team, but it won't be because of the environment. No, absolutely. I, I agree with you. And I also want to talk to Connor about, you know, we're, we're talking ACC football schedules here. We haven't talked to Connor since... Uh, Mike Elko has left the program to go be the head coach of Texas A&M, so very much like to get his thoughts on Manny Diaz, sure. Malik Murphy, and the Blue Devils' schedule for 2024. Great point. We'll do all that with Connor O'Neill uh, on tomorrow's show from Blue Devils Illustrated. John, um, the Clemson football schedule. I don't know why I have to say this, but I feel like I do have to say this. What other people say, we're not held accountable for, Okay. Bottom line, if I didn't say it, you're not going to hold me accountable for something, okay? If somebody else says it, talk to them about it. I don't 
I don't deal like that. I mean, none of us do at this station. That is correct. So I just want to be clear that whatever. And we have not given our thoughts on the actual. All we talked about was we think the, the, the flow of it works well. If there's not a lot of weird, weird holes and weird just happenings and there's no friday night trip to syracuse there's no weird neutral site monday night game against georgia tech with a with a game five days later yeah yeah yeah. nothing like that it's as normal a schedule and it breaks up you know you have a neutral site game then you got three home two away two home two away two home that's i mean it's as good a flow as you can ask for in my opinion absolutely two bye weeks in there it just Two Got a good weeks. flow to it. The the two bye weeks, I think, really help the flow. And I think change it a great deal. Uh, that being said, is this a strong schedule? Well, that's relative to the opponents, correct? Isn't that how that works? Yeah. Uh, man, we have... The, the Absco Roofing text line, there are just so many emphatic just statements right now about everything on this schedule. The problem is, does anybody know anything about any of these teams? No. Okay. <laughs> we I mean, don't. We still don't know a lot about the. There's so many questions about the 24 Clemson team, let alone the other 16 teams in this league. Do I think NC State's going to be good this year? I do. I do. I, I would agree. I think NC State's could be one of the top five teams in the ACC next year. I think that's the hardest game on Clemson's schedule right now. You could argue the trip to Tallahassee, but again, I. I, I need to go back through and, and really learn Florida State's new roster because it's different. I think Florida State as a program is in pretty good shape, but I need to know exactly how this personnel looks. I know enough about NC State's personnel coming back that I feel pretty good about Dave Doran and what he's doing there. He's built up the line of scrimmages consistently. That's a big deal to me. I think this is the healthiest the Wolfpack have been in the Dave Doran era, maybe in a long, long time. I'm not ready to predict 10 wins or anything. This is not a win game day. I just think the strength of that team, that program, right now is pretty evident to me. I think NC State's a good team right now. I agree with everything you just said. I agree with everything you just said. But, I mean, but when you go over the course of this Clemson schedule, I agree with your point about Florida State. We need to figure out who the Knolls are. Got to do a dive on that, on those acquisitions and who's departed and what coaches are doing what now. But, I mean, you feel pretty good about where where Clemson stands against Stanford and Wake Forest and Virginia. I mean, you could tell me Louisville has 25 transfers, and that's great, but I don't know anything about those 25 transfers. It still feels like a very much roll of the dice when you play that that way. You know, I think Virginia Tech is an improving program. I think they've got quarterback right, but I think there's still a long way to go for the Hokies. Yeah. And I think you're just a lot better than Pitt, obviously the Citadel at the FCS level. And I think you're better than South Carolina. Yeah. We're talking about ACC games, by the way. When I said the hardest game on Clemson's schedule, I think it's NC State. We're talking about the the, the ACC conference. Correct. Conference. Georgia's clearly the toughest game. Yes, we. Georgia, you're very good. Okay, there, there's our quota for the segment of telling Georgia and acknowledging Georgia and telling them how great they are. But yes. But I think. As an ACC team, and we don't know how anything's going to play out. So this is strictly an opinion. This is strictly just my view of it. And we there's no way to prove it right or wrong at this moment in time. But I look at the ACC right now, and I look at the perception, because perception matters in college football, and I just look at the, the overall strength of some of these programs and where they're at. I think it's a one-bid league right now. And I, and I may be proven wrong. 
and that's fine. But this is my opinion here in this moment in time. I think you got to win the ACC to make the college football playoff if you're in the ACC. I think it's going to be tough to get two teams from the league in when I know that they're going to want to favor the SEC. I feel confident they're going to want to favor the Big Ten and the SEC. I, I feel strongly about that, I should say. It's not a given, not a lock. And we don't know how those teams are going to shape up and how the season's going to go, but I really think Clemson has to win the ACC. I'm not predicting that today. In fact, you know, I'm, I'm not going to make any hard prediction today. I'm just not. <laughs> the schedule hadn't even been out for, you know, 20 hours yet. I'm not, I'm not going to make any just steadfast, hard calls. But I do think the, the toughest games, Georgia, NC State, and Florida State. I think those are three programs you can argue right now might be in better shape than Clemson. Um, I think equal two or better. I think it's fair to say. I mean, that's fine if you want to disagree with me. I'm, you know, no, but I, but I think that they're at least at par or better in terms of where Clemson is in the sport. Yeah, I think you could. Uh, George is ahead. George is ahead. Yes, Florida State's had a nice year last year, but I need to see some more consistency out of the Knowles. And I, I really like and respect what Dave Dorn's doing in Raleigh. You just said I like Dave Dorn. I heard it. I said like and respect in the same sentence. Those are the words you just said. I'm aware. <laughs> I don't like it. Okay, you don't like it, but it's it's, it's it can be true, and I don't have to like it. I know. I'm I, I'm with you. It's hard to say nice things about NC State and Dave Doran, but it's it's hard to hard to disagree. I think with any of that, you know, do I think Clemson's in a better place than Wake Forest? Yes. Do I think in a better place than Virginia? Yes. Do I think they're in a better place than Louisville? Yes, yes. but. Yes. Yes, but we we have no again twenty something transfers. Who knows? Who knows? Do I think they're a better place than Virginia Tech? Probably. Virginia Tech's. I mean, let's let's not get too carried away with how they played at times last season. They were good. They were nothing close to, you know, ready to start p- putting them in the upper echelon of the ACC. I mean, they had a great year, but let's not let the ball performance and the driving rain make us think that they were more than they were. Fair. They, they've still got a lot of holes. They're trying to fill them and trying to improve as a program. And they're headed in the right direction. They have momentum for the first time. I, I think that's that's understandable. Pitt, I don't. I just don't think Pitt's in a great place. they got a lot of young quarterbacks in there battling. None of them have had a ton of playing time. I don't. I just don't know that I'm, that I'm enamored with Pitt. I, I know Clemson's better than, than Stanford. You know, that has become probably the biggest consistency since I've been on this show with you is your just negative vibe and feeling with pit football. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, that all being said, the schedule itself, um, do you, I mean, do you, do you want to play a win game? Not particularly. Just because I'm still trying to figure out where Clemson is at the starting point of 24, and that's the team that we cover on a daily basis. Let alone the 12 teams that are on the schedule itself. Yeah. I just have so many questions about everything. I think right now the only real analysis you can have is like we've talked about, the actual layout of the schedule. Who you play when, when are your road trips, when are the bye weeks, things like that. I'm not, I just, for me personally, I'm not at a win game. Okay. Mindset at this. All right. Just wanted to check and see if you wanted to do that. Let's go to Kool-Aid Jim. I do want to get him up. He was kind enough to 
call back in after the uh, Tim Beret interview. Hey, Kool Aid Jim, how are you? What's going on, Brad? Uh, listen, man, I this is I take a whole different look and viewpoint to this stuff. Um, and I try to do this as brief as I can, quickly as I can. But you take last year for example. I know we look at last year, and the first thing everybody thinks of, well, the wide receiver play was awful. The line play was awful. Cade was uh, affected by both, and he played awful. And gosh gracious, we got to improve all three things. And the funny part that we forget in all of that is we don't turn the ball over. We're probably undefeated. And, you know, we win every game especially if we don't turn the ball over in what I call uh, turnover six. Because I know Dabo touched on that many times, and, and I've said it over, and, and I actually had an opportunity to speak to him. I talked to him, and we talked about that very thing. It was insane how many of those turnovers that happened happened at the worst possible times and went the wrong way, and, and you know, the whole outcome of the game was, was right there. And you look at the one stat that mattered, it was turnovers. We won the battle, we won the game. Go back to Georgia. Look, I agree, Georgia's very good. Right now, Georgia will probably be favored over Clemson for sure. We know that. But I, to say that Clemson's not going to win that game, that's crazy. Clemson almost beat Georgia with DJU two years ago, and it took one wide receiver cutting off a route to cause Clemson to lose that game. If he don't cut that route off, we might win that game. And what does that season turn into if we win that game? Same thing this year. Healthy, Clemson can line up, play anybody, beat anybody at any given time. They're still Clemson. North Carolina State, Florida State, both could be very. North Carolina State, I think you're right, is the team to worry about because they've been building, they've built a core, and now they've added pieces that through the transfer portal that could make them viable. Florida State, I'm going to be honest with you, man, they are decimated. Yes, they're adding pieces, but no team has added 20-something pieces through the portal and turned out the next year to win 11 games. I'll argue one other point. North Carolina State, Clemson beats State at home, goes undefeated, beats, loses to State in the playoff game. They beat Georgia, by the way. Loses the state in the ACC championship game, and that's a one-loss. State wins. They get the automatic bid. I think Clemson's in if they lose and don't get embarrassed in that ACC championship game. I think you would see two teams get in. Uh, everybody's saying, no, it's the ACC. Florida State didn't get in. That's a whole different animal from last year. Sure, that it don't is. Exist no I agree. I agree. I, I'm, I'm not going to use so, last year to, to predict the 12-teamer. That that I agree with for sure, Coy Joe. But anyway, I, I think this team, honestly, that first game, uh, and it don't matter, win or lose it, you win the rest, uh, you're going to be in. But I honestly believe Clemson is going to give Georgia everything they want. And if you want to know the truth, I'm calling they beat them. Wow. They win the game, bro. Okay. Have a good one. You too, cool, A. Jim. Thanks for getting in. I appreciate the call today. I always enjoy hearing his, his perspective on things. Absolutely. You want to get in on yours? 654-ROAR. We will... Answer some questions on the Adams Covering Text Line when we return. Why are there two bye weeks? We're going to tell you that when we kick off hour number three here on the Press Box. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. WCCP FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5 Sports.